and welcome to the Nan Show Podcast. Uh, this is a very special episode. Uh, it's the 100th episode of the podcast. Say hello, Mathis. <laughs> Which means it's a perfect time to announce that I'm quitting the Nen Show. No! Uh, I'm going off to a parallel time world loop. Oh, okay, that's fine. Uh, and that's so a uh, future <laughs> MathWiz can uh, take my place. All right. Um, so before we get on to... Um, comments i figured well uh, there was i guess it's also starting with comments uh there was a, a, an interesting suggestion by Ob- oblivion um if i, I uh, they they had the idea of hey you know since it's the 100th episode why don't you rank the series that you've done on the nen show so far i'm like hey that's a good idea um yeah so i guess as usual starting from the bottom uh rave is probably my least favorite series, even though, like, there's definitely good stuff there. <gasps> the Mashima also... <laughs> Stan craft store? <laughs> that said, I do actually want to reread Raven Fairy Tale at my own pace um, now, uh, because I feel like even back then I was still maybe a bit too close to the tirade, um, you uh-huh. know, so, uh, like, personally. So, um, you know, I think I could stand to give them a new, another look. But, uh, you know, even so, it's like, eh. Rave's got some good stuff uh, that I liked, but, you know, we, we did the podcast on it, and I came around on it in a few ways, but it's, uh, you know, it's still Rave. <laughs> go ahead. Well, would it make more sense for, like, you to go through all yours, and then me go oh, through me, we rather than, like, we do the back. arc rankings, where we kind of go back and forth. Uh, I mean, I guess, yeah, so, uh, uh, bottom of I... my list is Kanikuman, to no surprise. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Although it might surprise people it's not Gintama down there. <laughs> um no you yeah you, your your conflicted feelings on gintama are very uh you know clear to me at least so um yeah my second least favorite is kinikuman um where it's like i i mean and i liked it more than you so that's not like a, a, yeah. I feel like that's not a, like at this point i'm already at six out of ten for me right like every, at most of the things we've read on the nensha i've liked it's like right even you know rave to a degree um even if i only gave it a four you know can you yeah uh so um, so I have a feeling I know what your second least favorite is. <laughs> <laughs> really? No. Uh, yeah. Uh, Gintama. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Uh, you know, I thought about putting it lower than Kanikamon, but, like, there are some interesting things in there. I'm just... It's gonna take me a while to get over, like, the bitterness I feel from all of those podcast recordings and just... Yeah, it was it was like the third longest series we or it, the the second longest series we've covered episode wise the the third longest and I remember you mentioning something about how like you know you just they're like because you, you probably see a lot of people who really like Gintama on like Twitter and stuff and mm-hmm. you just feel like a strong disconnect there because you just don't uh you know see it the same way at all I suppose I think I saw you yeah something like that but yeah so I I gotcha um, yeah whereas like you know I wasn't particular fan of like rave or fairy tale either but at least like uh i didn't have people constantly telling me like no these are actually like uh great you know the, like pinnacle of shonen um yeah no yeah I mean, that makes sense um anyway uh, my third least favorite would be fairy tale which you know again i do like you know I, 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 maybe even more so than gintama i'm conflicted on it all right what you know was thinking back just because of you know, I did the, the tirade. And now that I've done the mm-hmm. tirade on the tirade, I've kind of got all that out there. So I feel like, you know, I, again, I do want to reread it again and see how I feel. Um, My third but, least uh, favorite is also fairy tale. Whoa! Oh, that's right. Yeah, now I remember because you did put uh, Rave above uh, fairy tale. Uh, because I think your reasoning was that even if, you know, Raid was just kind of eh, where fairy tale had more things that you didn't like. Um, so. Yeah, fairy tale just was kind of more of everything, I guess. Compared to Rave. Right. Um, Whereas I think, I forget exactly how I had described Rave, but like it seemed like it had a more... Actually, never mind. I don't remember at all. <laughs> um, but I guess to swap the order for a bit, Rave would be your next least favorite? Or yes. series? Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, and then that ends the part where I'm like, these are the series that I thought were not good. <laughs> gotcha. Um, it's like, Well, and luckily I'm in the good territory still, um, because... Uh, Here's where I take a bullet. Uh, my four, my fourth least favorite series we discussed is probably Yu Yu Hakusho, um, uh, where I mean, look, uh, <laughs> Chapter Black is really fucking good. Uh, I just don't like the rest of the manga 
close to as much as Chapter Black. It's like mm. I like Tokuro, uh, even though I didn't. You know, the rest of the Dark Tournament is like, eh. and the last arc sets finishes it off well to the point that I wanted to make a video on it. But you know, eh. um, it's a good manga. I just don't like like it a lot. But, uh, you know, it's still seven, but it's just like you know. Um, well, I, well, I will say that like, though I said the reason I put it, it's not like so the next one would be Gintama. I didn't put Gintama in the middle because it's like oh I definitely don't like this less than Soul Eater but more than uh, Yu Hakusho. It's there because mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I'm still kind of conflicted on Gintama myself, even though I, I gave it a seven out of ten. So I put it yeah. in the middle just to, so you know it's not so it's more that like I do think I like Soul Eater more than Yu Hakusho. I just don't know exactly where Gintama uh, goes, so I, that, I just put it in the middle. So. Uh, Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's <laughs> the re- so it's not this low because of Yu Hakusho, it's this low because of Gintama. So another reason for you to dislike Gintama. Yes, <laughs> although <laughs> you know that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, um, so, so I just went through two entries. So um, yeah, the next the next one up for me. Uh, as I said, this is getting into the stuff that I think is is decent. It's good. Uh, Bleach, <laughs> which okay. I think is. You know, like of all the things fair. on this list, I think it's the one that would benefit most from a reread. I um, w- look if I hadn't reread it, I would probably have said Bleach already is my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is because that's the thing when we get to the later parts of the list, I've already reread Naruto and Bleach myself, right? Which is what I want to do with Fairy Tail and Raves, so that's why they're higher. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway, um, uh, I and then yeah. above that, yeah, because you gave two. Above that, uh, I have Ashtano Joe. Yeah. Um, cause like, you know, it, it, this is one of the series that I, that, you know, usually, um, you know, the greats start off great from the beginning. This is one of the ones where I would say it kind of has a bit of a slower start. Uh, the that's scan quality didn't help either. <laughs> that, that too. Yeah. Um, but then like once it gets in, once it starts to pick up, it really, uh, it, it, it does. I feel like it does stuff that like still you don't even really see in a lot of these other shonen manga, um, Mm-hmm. I don't know, just something about the nature of the no, it's it, progression yeah. of like the main <laughs> character and the rivalries with all the other, just like the self-destructive boxing stuff. It's mm-hmm. it's cool. Oh yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Um, so anyway, my next one, I've, I've already mentioned what it is, but Soul Eater, where I, you know, um, it starts off like kind of like fine, but it gets like the last arc is fucking phenomenal. Um, and I was really close to giving it an eight, but I, I ultimately didn't. Uh, it's you know, it's a fun time. Uh, the art is insane. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's Soul Eater good. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, kind of at the part here where, like, there there are definitely, like, there's a little pocket here where all the entries could maybe kind of be, like, flipped. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, the next one up I have is Dragon Ball. Okay. Because, uh, you know, Dragon Ball, good. Uh, but also... Yeah. Um, oh, um, I, I don't know. Or- <laughs> No, that's. I mean, we just had fucking a seven episode discussion of it recently. Like, yeah, I think I understand your opinion on Dragon Ball. Though I will say, um, we're not ranking Boruto because I just feel like we, we, we I haven't read that much, and you know, um, and I felt like it wouldn't be a good idea to to rank it with all like, uh, the other series. So, and also I'm watching the anime, so that's like kind of a different thing anyway. So, uh, just talking I, about Boruto though, um, <laughs> I had well the one comment I would have replied to was like there's the one by DBZ Mackey which is like uh-huh. oh I used to be a typical Boruto bad dude um and then the comment response is just Boruto is actually bad though and I'm just like got him you you did it you <laughs> good job <laughs> I didn't see the response I saw his comment I was like oh that's cool I didn't <laughs> anyway but yeah, um, uh, I, I know it came up before that like uh, favorite like individual episodes of the podcast, and I do think that I still agree with like the Boruto one was was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess after, so after Soul Eater, my next favorite one would also be Dragon Ball, which you know, uh, really fun, really good. We just talked about it. Go, <laughs> you're you're still listening to us talk about Dragon Ball. Where do you think you are? Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, I guess above Dragon Ball, it's it's it really is a toss up between Soul Eater and Yu Yu Hakusho. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I I'm still I'm still like I mean I I remember being kind of surprised by how much uh, I enjoyed revisiting Soul Eater because I had it you know when I watched it back in like 2015 or whatever the anime I had it at like a five out of ten or something, mm-hmm. uh, and then I'm pretty sure I ended up bumping it to like an eight before I just 
stopped doing numerical scores, scores entirely. <laughs> um, well, blame Gintama for that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, Yu Yu Hakusho, Soul Eater, both good for for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my next one would be uh, Bleach. Um, so and look, at this point, so it sounds like we're gonna have the same top much. three. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but uh, no, actually, we don't because there's one you forgot that I haven't haven't talked about yet. Um, but uh, so yeah, well, that, like at this point, we're in the nine out of ten territory. This is like stories I really fucking like. So because uh-huh. I did reread Bleach, and I just like it's such a good fucking manga. <laughs> I want to make more videos on it. At least one, uh, one big one that I have in mind. Uh, it's really good. And uh, well, did you give two? Do you count that as talking about Yuhaku Show? Uh, yeah, yeah, I gave both. Okay, gotcha. Um, next would be Naruto, which it's, like, slightly above Bleach. Like, they're both, there's, the, how is the big three so fucking good? What mm-hmm. the fuck? And, uh, you know, I am working on new Naruto content, and I'm still watching Boruto. Like, they're just two, they're two really great series. Um, you know, it, it, on one hand, I, our Nensha discussion of them was very formative to me, and, like, how I talk about, uh, art and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know realizing like hey i'm not infallible and in fact the community is also kind of wrong a lot of the time um you know so like you know but but you know the weakness of that is i you know i came into that with a more typical mindset and we you know i ended up giving them lower scores than i have now so um ah, they're so good (laughs) um but anyway i have three left so yeah so my top three uh naruto three uh one piece two and hunter hunter one because yeah. oh surprise surprise Mathwiz's favorite manga hunter hunter nobody saw that one coming <laughs> um but yeah no like from what i remember like you know naruto was a series you liked a lot as a kid and it was also like, it, it was important to both of us going through it again on the nin show and then one piece you just like loved from basically the second episode if not the first um <laughs> so or the second reading um, but yeah, so my top three, uh, Hunter Hunter, it's, it's so good, like, um, it, <laughs> it's so fucking good, like, there's a, re- like, you know, I, I did talk about how, like, I don't like how, you know, the fan base, like, sort of throw other shonen, uh, or the genre under, the, or the battle shonen genre under the, under the bus for it, but, like, it's, there's a reason it is talked up, even if, like, uh, you know, I don't agree with a bunch of things being said, um, my number two is Ashtono Joe, which is my, uh, it's like the closest manga to becoming a ten out of ten for me. It's like like it's like the highest nine I have basically. I just I've read it three times now. I just mm-hmm. I love it. It's I really like Gojo a lot. And of course, my favorite is One Piece. Like okay, discussion over. Do I, I I'm the One Piece guy. Do I need to explain more? <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, those uh, are our favorite sh- series that ranked that we've discussed. Um, but yeah, I guess I only had one other comment to talk about. Um. Uh, Melvin said something. Uh, I, it sounds um, apparently Toriyama was going to like use the name Gogeta with the fusion for, but the movie was doing that. Uh-huh. I kind of don't know if like I've, I I think I you know the staff is, the or the manga author is usually like involved in some level with anime original stuff. Like it's not like they have zero say. Like uh, usually they'll give like character designs and stuff. So the way he, he it, it's worded, it almost reads like Toriyama had no idea what was going on with the movie, which I not that just doesn't like. As far as I know, uh, that's not how it works, right? Like, with mm-hmm. One Piece, Oda has to confirm all the anime original Devil Fruit ideas because they can't be, like, he if if they wanted to do, like, a lightning fruit before he introduced Enaru, like, he'd have to say no, right? Because, oh, I have an idea for that fruit. Um, yeah. You know, so I would expect Toriyama is involved in doing character designs and stuff for the movies, so to say he just, like, oh, they're... Like the movie, the movie isn't made. Aren't, to my knowledge, they're not made independently of Toriyama. So I was just kind of curious as to if that's like if you have a source for that, because that's it's true. That's interesting, but uh, I'm just not sure if that's true. Um, but uh, anyway, um, so yeah, moving on, to, or not quite moving on to the discussion, because first uh, we're not going to go through it like we normally do the end show, but we did read. Space or Galactic Patrol Jacko or Space Patrol Jacko as I formerly knew it as under the fan translated title. <laughs> so what did you think of Jacko? I I sleep. It was not <laughs> interesting. It no. Like I mean, no. uh, you know, uh, Tights had a cool character design. That's that's like my most substantive point <laughs> about Jacko. Um, it's I just do have not. A- 
Yeah, no, it's like, look, see, and it's like, you know, I do like Toriyama's comedy writing in, um, you know, Dragon Ball. And it's not like there aren't um, some parts that I thought were amusing. Um, like, I think my favorite part of the manga is at the end when Bal- when we see Balma as a kid. And, uh, like, yeah. she just has some good interactions. Like, with Chaco, I like her. She is smaller than me. It's like, okay. <laughs> um, or just, like, her having the, the giant fuck huge laser that makes Chaco like, what the fuck? How's that possible? And, you know, she's smart even as a kid. Um, <laughs> you know, like, like Bul- seeing Bulma as a kid was the best part of the manga. Um, the other good thing that I liked, well, because, like, it's still Toriyama's art at this point, and it's very, very different from Dragon Ball, but I wouldn't say it's worse. And one of the reasons that, like, I think it's interesting, like, how he drew it is that there's much, um, there's a different, like, attention to, like, space, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. the way he draws, like, the interior of some of the houses or the city, there he has way more, like, detail going on. Um, like, one, one that part that I remember in particular is, like, they're climbing up a scaffolding, and you can see the road below, where the cars and the buildings, and, like, it, you know, mm-hmm. so it's almost like, even though, like, yeah, the action parts, like, uh, Jacko fighting the fish are definitely, like, not as good as Dragon Ball's action parts, like, it's 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 not worse i would say or it's 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 different right so i you know um i just feel like i you know because i think generally people like oh yo toriyama's art got bad what what's weekly serialization does to a motherfucker uh-huh. <laughs> you know and so like but i th- still think there's aspects to you know jacko's art that are good uh so i just wanted to highlight those but yeah overall it's like okay yep yeah, it sure does introduce uh this character who shows up in super and it's uh, see that's the thing is like i couldn't you know um, when it was first published, it wasn't published as like a Dragon Ball tie-in. That was sort uh-huh. of like a surprise twist at the end. Um, but it's like, why are we reading on this Dragon Ball podcast? Like the surprise is gone. Because <laughs> um, obviously there's a whole thing where it's like, oh, I'm here to stop an evil alien, and it's you know he's here to stop Goku, but you know, uh, or Kakarot rather. But yeah, um, but yeah, it was a manga. Uh, that's it. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> um, though, I guess, uh, overall quick, before we get into what are your overall thoughts on the reading for Dragon Ball Super? Um, I did not have high hopes or expectations going into the reading. I will, I will say that up front. Mm-hmm. Um, the first arc was about, you know... I, I feel like the first arc in particular felt like they were just breezing through material to get mm-hmm. to... Like the so like the 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 stuff with uh uh I forget what the actual arc is called but like the Goku Black Future Trunks stuff was surprisingly good. I wasn't mm-hmm. was I don't know like I I you know as I said I was going into this with low expectations but I was I was pleasantly surprised by that that second arc. No yeah like I was getting into it and I was like wait a minute. I'm actually, like, interested in what's happening, and I'm invested? Like, hold on. Like, because I read the universe, like, I, I split it into two days, and the first day I read, like, the Beerus stuff in Universe 6, and the next day, and the next day I read uh, the, the the future arc, and <laughs> the Universe 6 stuff was like, eh, not a fan. But yeah, like, the, the future stuff, I was like, whoa, you know, like, I actually enjoyed a part of Super, what do you know? Um, so yeah, it's more than I expected. <laughs> I felt like with, like, the first part, I, um... If I'm even remembering the Boruto reading correctly, that you know, there's kind of the part where they cover what's already been done in the movie, mm-hmm. and so they do like ch- the tuning exams arc again, but uh, like adding in details to set up future arc stuff, mm-hmm. and like the Universe Six portion kind of just felt like that, especially when you factor in like there were you know there was like three or four chapters like doing the Battle of Gods stuff, um, yeah. and then they just skip Resurrection F, so it's like. <laughs> It definitely feels like it super more so. I don't know, like yeah, that whole like media mix thing that there's like mm-hmm. obviously the, I don't even remember what the release order for this stuff was. Like, how much did did the anime start first and then they did the manga and then the manga caught up? I uh. um, no, yeah, it's definitely like yeah, I don't know exactly how the the, time, the how the release order lines up. Um, I, cause I know Battle of Gods came out first and I know that the anime made some changes. Well, yeah, like uh, Battle of Gods and Resurrection F both came yes. um, before the manga. And well, cause the manga carries over some of the, the anime's cha- changes. Like it, it, the, the beer stuff takes place on a boat instead of, uh, where in the movie it took place at just at Capsule Corp, I think. 
Um, so, you know, stuff like there's There's little changes like that. Um, but yeah, and you did mention Boruto, and it, for yeah, like it's kind of hard not to think of Boruto because here you have these major, you know, battle shonen franchises that are having sequels that are, you know, with partly written by, you know, the original creator, or at least they mm-hmm. have some oversight and drawn by someone else. Um, you know, they're not released weekly. Uh, they there's but there's also an ongoing anime that's covering a lot of the same material in its own way, and so it's like they're they're so. Uh, they definitely occupy the same like space in my brain, right? Um, mm-hmm. Though I will say, um, I think I like Boruto better like as a sequel to Naruto than I like Dragon Ball Super as a sequel to Dragon Ball. Like it's not I bad. I would it's agree. Just, yeah, it's not bad. It's just like and there's some weird inconsistencies that I'm not a fan of. Um, but I also like Toyotaro's art as or like uh, you know um, you know doing Toriyama's thing, but in his own way more than I like Ikimoto's art. <laughs> so. Um, though the Boruto anime is visually uh, uh, is phenomenal um, at times, especially like when, <laughs> when it, like the, some of the fucking you know, there's some fucking great. Uh, like it never looks bad, but when it looks good, it looks really good. Um, you know, whereas but I, you like know. I, I I know that uh, Dragon Ball Super for the first, <laughs> I don't even remember how long it lasts, but like the production issues um, mm-hmm. because of like no, scheduling ca- and stuff. Yeah, and right. yeah, I've seen some screen caps of like just Beerus or you know. Um, and and animated bits of just like you know the beer stuff just looking not not good um i i will watch super eventually because i do because i know that like they add uh there's stuff that like because that's the thing is like um the manga just skips over so much stuff like it literally goes hey resurrection of f a thing that happened and it's like well it's a good thing i saw that movie um, already so um, and it's just like uh, like it becomes a plot point that weiss is able like turn back time um but you wouldn't know that unless you'd watch the resurrection of f movie so it's like okay um <laughs> uh so yeah it's uh um like at least the boruto manga i think does stand on its own even if i'm not a huge fan of it um but uh where the super manga definitely like leans on the anime's properties more i think but uh anyway starting off um uh goku <laughs> uh, is working on a farm because he needs money, but it's okay because Satan he 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 gives Goku money, with, you know, for saving the world and all that stuff. Uh, so that 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 I, I guess that that plot point point just immediately goes away. Um, and then yeah, we get introduced to Beerus. Um, I do like Beerus. Um, I, his design is pretty different from what I'm used to from Toriyama, um, while still feeling like like it doesn't feel out of place. Um, mm-hmm. And I, look, there's something funny about like here's this like destroyer of worlds, like the mo- one of the most powerful beings in this universe, and but also Wasabi is too spicy and he can't take it. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> um, like that, like I that that's a gag from the movie, but it's still <laughs> I remember it because I thought it was funny. Um, yeah, no, I definitely do think Beerus works as like. You know, like, Dragon Ball Super, uh, I, I talk about this in the video I made uh, on, like, the the three movies, and I don't know, um, mm-hmm. that, like, you know, Dragon the, the, the original run of Dragon Ball has this sort of, like, slow progression in tone over time, where it, like, starts off very lighthearted and comedic, and then it kind of gets more serious and action-heavy, and then, you know, by the end with Boo, it kind of blends the comedy back in, Um Mm-hmm. So I do, I do think I do think like you know Beerus and Whis work as like you know they're able to do both like the goofy stuff but also the serious fighty action yeah. stuff. Right, they're kind of carrying over the tone from the Boo arc where it's not as serious as like Cellar Frieza, but it's still you know it's able to do both right. And uh, yeah, Beerus also has like like I kind of like how him and Whis like they're stronger than Goku and Vegeta, but they still just kind of like hang out. <laughs> mm-hmm. which is like you know it's a sort of different uh thing to the general like cast dynamic because we're used to goku being the strongest but here like yeah uh start from the beginning goku is not the strongest character uh in super and that that's uh um you know and yeah beerus is antagonist at first i think but it's even then it's just kind of like they fight uh super saiyan god uh and then you know he's like okay you know uh you you've impressed me and that's it um yeah the manga really like pushes through that um 
No, yeah, like the the whole like explanation of Super Saiyan God is like 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 three like they what they asked the dragon and they figured it out and they become Super Saiyan. Like it's just so like okay, um, where the movie you actually see it unfold as they just find out how to do it. Uh huh. Um, and you know it is another example of like Goku needing other people, you know, working with other people to get stronger. Um, which has been consistent with basically from Saiyan Saga onward, where he can't, you know, he he's not usually able to do things uh, himself. Um. But uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I don't I don't have much more more else to say about the the Beerus uh the introduction chapters. So then we get introduced to Champa, who's the you know the Universe Six counterpart. Um, they get into he gets into a, a fight with Beerus over food, and they decide to do the tournament. Of course, at this point, Resurrection of F is already thoroughly skipped. <laughs> oh yeah, and of course this is where. We, and of course, this is where uh, you know Jackal comes in uh, for a minor role, but there are some jokes that I lo- like, um, like with the whole uh, the Galactic Patrol has a rule against time travel, and then when they see Hit uh, like stopping time, they go, uh, "Oh, I pretend not to see it," because um, <laughs> they don't want to. Like Jackal's act- the Galactic Patrol isn't actually like very strong, um, so. But yeah, they set up the tournament with the Super Dragon Balls. Um, because of course Dragon Ball Super would introduce Super Dragon Balls, um, but yeah, this arc I'm just like going through, and it's just like, uh, yep, there's 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 the Universe Six guys. Uh, like there's a couple moments I liked, but it's just uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just fighting, and I'm like, okay, that that fight sure happened. Um, yeah, Mathos is your favorite. <laughs> Fights one after <laughs> the other. It's also like you know, Piccolo is there for. Not to job. much of a reason, yeah. <laughs> yeah, his inclusion uh, just felt like arbitrary, right? And like you know, there's a joke, of course, with Boo. He he isn't uh, he can't read. And he's not very good at math and stuff. So, uh, which you know, I guess you can tie back to again, like Roshi uh, teaching Goku and Krillin how to you know that kind of stuff. But uh, Goku struggles through. Um, but anyway, the first fight with Boltimo is like. Uh, Yep, he sure is. Stre- like, <laughs> he's stretchy and resilient, and Goku just rings him out. And it's like, okay, <laughs> sure. Like, like, it's just not that interesting. Like, what's the conflict here? You know, I've like, yeah, I, I expect more out of Dragon Balls. So, um, you know, again, it, it, like maybe my, you know, I, like it, it, it's just like, yeah, this is a manga. This is happening. Um, Frost, I guess there's a thing where he's like trying to be sneaky and nice um so he can stab you in the back later but like yeah we already met your alternate universe counterpart uh so like, like he, he my final form and he transforms into the, like the alien one and uh goku's like that's not the final form i know um and then there's the whole thing with the poison needle uh yeah i know that like this reading has definitely done a lot of um you know like oh it's frieza but not um Future Trunks comes back, uh, you know, like doing a lot of working with a lot of um, mm-hmm. recognizable like characters or like uh, or like mechanics from like oh, yeah, like like they bring the back original the series, right? Like that's yeah. from the original Dragon Ball. Um, no, so yeah, so the, of course, like the you know the Lord of Lords, the Supreme Kai and stuff are relevant. Um, yeah, and th- that whole thing, like no, yeah, there's totally a bunch of like. Uh, leaning on the original series, though I, I, fe- I feel I like. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was, uh, but like, I, ahead, I was thinking ahead. like, I, I enjoyed sort of like how the future trunks stuff kind of like worked with that. But when it's just like frost, I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, and as far as like inconsistency goes, there was a weird line about um, Piccolo saying that he's not Namekian, even though that. I thought there was a whole big thing during the Frieza and Androids arc where he's like accepting his heritage and, uh, you know, but so I don't know. That's just a, you know, little thing that I just thought was kind of weird and didn't care for. Um, but yeah, he like fights, he gets his ass beat, um, but they're able to figure out the poison needle. (laughs) And then, but even then like they, they, Oh, you you can fight again because you were cheated out of victory. Just like Goku and Piccolo's like, nah, I'm good. It's like Piccolo, go home why are you here <laughs> um um the vegeta fight against the mecha guy uh i i just like the gag at the end where he's like um he he's he you know his his uh, his body is hard but his heart is soft 
Um, because Vegeta beats him by, like, insulting him, and it's just silly. Um, but that was, like, yeah, that was a fight that happened. Um. Uh-huh. Uh, Kaba had a good moment with Vegeta, like, you know. The one helping. part of this arc I actually kind of cared about. Right, like, here he is, like, he's seeing this member of his own kind from a, a different, you know, universe where they weren't corrupted by Frieza, like, they were capable of being, you know, good which all but like you know they didn't because i guess because they haven't had like a good you know enough conflict they haven't like grown um and so he he's kind of weak um but, but vegeta like you know for saiyan pride he helps him achieve super saiyan like he bees the he decides to be the bad guy in a way to get like kaba uh pissed off and it's uh yeah it's a good it's actually good like yeah it's probably you're right it's probably the best part of the arc <laughs> I just like I I, I want to describe him as like Uncle Vegeta because yeah. he's like more like you know with where he kind of leaves off with Boo it's like oh okay so he can like start to settle into this uh, you know he's kind of cast off the the evil um, <laughs> and then it's like you know interactions he has with Bulma um, he's he's been like domesticated uh, <laughs> and I, I don't know I find that funny and cute uh, but also like. Good, good, I don't know. Vegeta getting good moments is always uh, appreciated. Yeah. Um, um, although, although one small thing I do, like, because they're really just expanding on something from Z in retrospect. But, like, because mm-hmm. with Z, the whole thing was, like, Super Saiyan 3, like, consumes so much energy so it can't be used consistently. And so I kind of like how they balance out, like, uh, like, they make it so that more of the forms are used, right? Like, it's not just, okay, just be Super Saiyan Blue all day, every day, right? Because the, those later forms just consume so much power that they they actually have to th- think about how they use their transformations, which uh, I kind of like, actually. Like, you know, if you're going to have, like, fuck, like li- literally, like, we're I'm not even, like, you know, we're barely 10 chapters in, and they've already added Super Saiyan God and Super Saiyan Blue on top of the other Super Saiyan transformations. So um, by having, yeah, by having them have to, like, you know, um, like, like, yeah, Vegeta goes blue from the beginning, and he's not able to, he doesn't have the endurance to last in his fight against Hit. Um, while Goku, like, gradually ramps up, so he's able to, like, keep fighting and keep, you know, gaining more ground without, uh, blowing his load early, so to speak. Um, so, uh, you know, just a little, little thing I, I, I appreciate, um, though I figure that goes away by the end, because Goku's figured out how to, like, maintain Super Saiyan Blue, like, he found out how to maintain Super Saiyan back in the Cell arc, uh, but I don't know. I haven't really read past this. Like, well, I, I have read Super before, and I stopped somewhere in the future arc, um but uh that was so uh you know i don't i i kind of know a couple things that happen especially with the the universe survival arc but uh the one after that i'm basically blind on so that the next reading should be interesting um yeah i've never i've never seen any of the super tv anime or the manga but mm-hmm. or at least like i haven't watched it but i right. you know would see like clips or stuff being like shared right, like, around. You'd probably or recognize whatever. Jiren if I showed him to you, right? Yeah. Um, right. Like, but um, yeah. Like so, I like, recognized enough with like um, like the Goku Black Future Trunks stuff that there were some differences in the manga than what mm-hmm. I remember. You know, certain clips from the anime. So uh, that's mm-hmm. neat. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how the anime goes. Um, for. I, I watched like three episodes of the super anime, um, but anyway, so yeah, um, Hit beats Vegeta, and you know Goku fights Hit. He has time manipulation abilities. Um, I mean, I guess this one was fine. Like you, ha- like Hit's this like killer. He's a, an assassin, but Goku kind of like there's parts where Hit's actually enjoying the fight. Um, but then Goku gives up because you know Hit's not even trying at the end of the day. Like he- he'd be stronger if he was going for the kill. Um, but, you know, uh, which, you know, it's just, the, the there's always someone stronger idea, I guess. Um, and yeah, that's about all I got from the arc. <laughs> oh yeah, and there's Monica, I guess, who is, uh, Beerus w- wants Goku to think there's someone stronger, but Hit takes the fall against them. Uh, oh yeah, and then we get Zeno, the, uh, the, the lord of all the universes, um, king of the cosmos i forget what they call him um and goku just doesn't give a fuck like here's beerus and champa bowing down and goku's like hey what's up dude i love that because goku's just so good um and then it becomes like a major thing in the next arc um so but yeah universe six uh definitely my least favorite arc in dragon ball um like 
it's kind of, yeah, I think to summarize why I think that it's like basically like, cause the worst aspects of the tournament arcs are, you know, sometimes you get a fight and it's just like that happened. Like what was the one guy who Goku fought in that one tournament? Whose name I don't remember. Right. Namu, like, I think, I think so. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's a fight that, and this, this arc is just like that, but like a bunch of times in a row. And then there's like a couple of fights that stand out, I guess, like Goku versus hit and Vegeta and Kaba, I guess. But otherwise, it's just like, yeah, that was a fight that happened. And this is like, yeah, it's just not, uh, uh, yeah, I wasn't a fan. Um, anyway, uh, the next arc, however, is actually interesting. Um, and shocking, because I didn't expect to enjoy Super as much as I did with this arc already. Like, uh, So it's, my expectations are already surpassed, I guess. So yeah, um, we get to Trunks in the future. Um, things are bad. Uh, there's a new threat. Um, Mai is there. Uh, I'm not going to comment much on that relationship. It's a little weird because she's like really old, but was aged down. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to think about it. Um, the one thing I've heard is that the anime makes this like, cause there's like, you know, parallel worlds and alternate futures. And apparently it gets like really complex and convoluted in the anime for some reason. Or in the manga, there's, like, that one page that just, like, very cleanly shows, okay, here's what happened. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so uh, I, I haven't watched the anime, so I can't confirm. I just remember someone talking about it. But, uh, um, you know, it, it's pretty... It made, I feel like it, make, it made enough sense here. Um, also, it was kind of funny for... Because um, uh, Goku, the guy who eats all the food, like, gets mad at Beerus for eating all the food. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's, uh, you know... Um, what was it? Mo he mentioned something about moderation, um, or everything in moderation back in Dragon Ball. It's <laughs> like, okay, Goku. Um. I did, I think, sort of like the, um, that, like, initial chapter where it's, like, Trunks in the future and there's, like, the mysterious guy, like, chasing him down and whatever. I kind of, I liked the sort of framing of, um, you know, mm -hmm. how, like, saving the reveal that, ooh, it's evil Goku, um, mm -hmm. so, but it's having him like cast in shadow and then like, there's the, the like fire or whatever, like, uh, explodes. And then like, you see his face for the first time and it's like, I don't know. It's neat. Uh, yeah. It's some good, uh, buildup. I mean, like, that's the thing is like, it might have, it probably would have been really cool reading this chapter unspoiled, but it's like, um, especially when there's the big, uh, community meme of the English dub, like <laughs> where it's <laughs> like, well, what's the context behind that line? Um, <laughs> Right, so you know, like, how do you how do you read this unspoiled nowadays? Um, yeah, Trunks gets a fight with uh, Goku. One thing I did like about uh, Trunks fighting in this arc is he uses his sword more, which was a sadly underutilized aspect in in the Android and Cell stuff because it's like, oh, you know, here's a Dragon Ball character who has the opportunity to fight with in a way that isn't common, and um, but that doesn't really happen in that arc. But it does here. Yeah. I think. <laughs> On the one hand, I thought it was kind of weird that. Uh, because they did say that this is the same future Trunks, the one who came back in time for the Cell arc. Mm -hmm. And, like, he had moved past using the sword at that point, so it feels a little strange that he would go back to using it. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I'm glad that he did, because it made... It's cool! It worked for some interesting, like, fight choreography and uh, right, like, cool I moments. Think, yeah, the one that gets me is when he, like, uses his sheath to, um... Like, to, to, you know, block... Oh, yeah, like, that um, first little fight with Goku Black, um, where, like, like the sword is stabbed into the ground, and he, like, uses it to catch himself after he gets, like, knocked back, or he, like, throws a piece of, like, of the ground with it that's, like, stuck mm -hmm. to the sword, and, um... And, yeah, like you said, with the sheath to, like, block the... To knock the, the sword out of Goku Black's hands, right? Um... Yeah, like, it, it's cool that you get, like, the the, the way, like, yeah, they, they're using the environment and, like, yeah, in this case, Trunks of Sword in ways that, like, you didn't necessarily get a lot from the original Dragon Ball. Like, I, I'm struggling to remember fights where, like, like the when how often was the environment used after, like, you know, the Saiyan stuff? Um, you know, mm -hmm. I, I struggle to think of very many examples. So it's kind of cool to see that, you know, come into play in this arc, uh, which makes, helps the fighting stand out. Like, I because even though I already think Toyotaro's art, uh, action art is good enough um but you know and having these little details like that it's fun <laughs> but yeah trunks is able to escape to uh the other timeline um and you get some little in interactions with uh, him and his uh, other self 
Um, so you have like the, 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 the present trunks and then the future trunks and they kind of have like a brother relationship. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> also, I love it. He comes back. And he's like, uh, he, he's initially mad at Goku cause he thinks he might be Goku black, but he's like, wait, you're supposed to be dead. Um, and he's like, Oh, a lot happened, you know? <laughs> I think, um, as I was kind of talking about a little bit earlier, um, the way this arc like kind of uses uh, old things like unexplored or not unexplored but like i almost want to say if like not as like a negative thing it almost kind of feels a little like fan fictiony in a way (laughs) the way that like oh like what if future trunks uh saw like you know kid trunks because obviously like at the time uh for the cell arc he you know trunks was still a baby uh but then like trunks becomes a character in the boo arc and so like you kind of get that um Mm -hmm. And also just with, like, the new threat, it's like, well, yeah, in the alternate timeline, how would Trunks have handled Majin Buu? Um, yeah. And that sort of stuff, where, like, it feels like the sort of, like, what-if kind of videos you would find on, yes. like, uh, <laughs> or discussions on forums or whatever. But, um, you know, I think I think it, it makes it work uh, in uh, in this case. I think, yeah, I think yeah, it's neat. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I do like, yeah, again, having all these mechanics and from different arcs, too. Like, yeah, like like you said, that there, there's Future Trunks stuff, there's Majin Buu stuff. It, it goes back to Demon King Piccolo with the Mafuba. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, there's lots of cool little stuff, things there. And, uh, um, like, and uh, so I guess speaking of fanfic-y is, um, did, you, did you read the interviews um, at the end of the volumes or did you have those? Uh, I did not read them because I wanted to get the reading done. Understandable. <laughs> um, I actually, I, I, I usually skip that kind of stuff, but I decided to read this because I was curious about like hearing from Toyotaru himself because he was not Toriyama. And uh-huh. um, he's a very humble guy. Like, um, you know, I was, you know, comparing his art to Toriyama's and Toyotaru even says like, you know, the more, even the more he grows, the more he realizes how like far he has to go. Like, cause he like really respects Toriyama a lot. And, yeah. um, but Toriyama praises him and he's like, he gets like it, it flustered and it's kind of cute actually <laughs> because he's the, you know, he's just a really humble guy and, and he seems cool. Like he's, you know, um, and I think he even says that like his goal is to try and be like the number one Dragon Ball fan because, you know, like the, like that's the thing. I think this also happens in Super where you have like, cause Toriyama does, you know, has been kind of, you know, he's got the meme of like, oh, Toriyama forgets. Um, which it may, is maybe a bit overstated because, you know, like, l- looking back, there was there was less issues with that in Dragon Ball than I thought there were going to be. Um, you know, but be, since you have these fans who Dragon Ball is so important to them, um, right? Like, it makes sense that, you know, he would be able to remember all these details and like, okay, like, yeah, the Mafuba. It's a thing that seals away, like, gods and demons, so why wouldn't it work on uh, Zamas, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just, it's just cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Trunks explains what's going on. They have a little spar. He has a brief sparring session with uh, Goku, um, and you know Goku Black is still stronger. Um, and yeah, we get the whole flashback with uh, Trunks working with the Lord of Lords, uh, Supreme Kai, to train for. Uh, and yeah, he is able to beat Dabara himself, which is cool. So there was no boo. <laughs> so anyway, um, while that's being built up to, then we we cut away to. Uh, Zamas, who is the antagonist for the arc. Um, and I actually thought he was interesting, <laughs> which I didn't expect. Um, because, like, I think what I really took from him is because obviously he has this thing with um, justice and, you know, he thinks that he, you know, he's a god. So he has the right to judge mortals and decide whether they have the right to exist. And, um, like, I think it was even mentioned in one of the interviews how, um, like, Toriyama was kind of talking about how he felt like as an artist, he couldn't really get across the psychology of his characters in certain ways where he talks about like shoujo manga being really good at that. Mm-hmm. Um, and how Zamasu is, ki- is almost is kind of different from a lot of his antagonists in that, like he, he legitimately thinks he's doing a good thing, you know, um, which, you know, like there's a righteousness to him that isn't there with like Frieza or cell or the androids or boo, um, you know, which is interesting though. What I, like, the thing that I really got out of it is that like, um, you know, since even since like you know Piccolo, the Piccolo stuff, it's always been you know, here's these mortals reaching the levels of the gods, and so here's a character who like rejects that like completely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I did kind of like that aspect about Zamas. So uh... yeah, like I think tying it in with all the like Lord of Lords and Lord of Worlds stuff was was it was interesting, and yeah, like having someone um, 
Because, you know, like, in the original series, you did have, like, it even comes up that, like, uh, oh, yeah, Kibito would say some things about, like, mortals. Um, <laughs> right, like, there's a and... kind of classist uh, hierarchy to it where, you know, um, which comes in at the end, of course. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's kind of like it takes that and then just, like, amplifies it further to the point where, like, he is the major antagonist of the arc. And it's, uh, it's neat. It's cool. Yeah. Because, yeah, we get the whole thing with, like, the shark monsters that, you know, to explore his ideals where he's like, these guys, there's no way these guys will impro- improve and evolve. And so they time travel to the future. And they actually, like, uh, it, it, there seems to be, like, some kind of religion that they develop. Like, there's, like, a cult thing going on, but Zamasu starts killing them before they, they get the chance to really, like, see that. Um, and so the, the elder's lesson kind of, you know, it's unable to, you know, doesn't get through to Zamas. So, uh, and then it cuts to them playing Mario Kart. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the part I saw you mention where uh, uh, Zamas is watching Goku fight Hit on God Tube. <laughs> it's so funny because in the Dragon Ball universe they have YouTube, but for gods, <laughs> it's it's so funny. Dragon Ball's so modern and trendy. It's so funny. It's funny. Your reaction is funny. Um, <laughs> I like how this is the one that breaks you. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, it's not that big a deal, but still, it's just kind of like... Uh. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, <laughs> your reaction was funny, at least, and it's, I guess, it's just, it's, it's a little, you know, yeah. The, the, and of course, the, they, do the, they do the bit where it's like, oh, are you going to become a god tuber instead of, and I'm just like, end me. End me. <laughs> it is a little boomer um, of a joke, I guess. Uh, so anyway, uh, Goku goes to visit uh, Zeno. Um, and, like, you know, Zeno comes kind of uh, back in a big way at the end of the arc. And maybe it's a little anticlimactic, but I do think it works. Because, like, you know, Zeno, you know, he he's, yeah, he's the, the, the king of the cosmos. He's the most powerful being in, uh, like, he could just end worlds with, like, you know, on a whim. Um, but he is also, like, a being, and he, like, like, he likes Goku, because Goku treats him like a fucking person. Um, what do you know? And, like, like, there's the part where, um, you know, uh, the Lord of Lords is like, uh, um, go- I assure you, Goku is extremely grateful for your, your person, and, and he just goes, shut up. Um, like, he doesn't, he doesn't like all the formality. Um, you know, so like, and that's just such a good contrast where you have Zamas, who's like inherently thinks God should be above mortals, but then here's Goku being respected and enjoyed for um, not giving a shit. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like I said, even if it's anticlimactic the way it like rounds out, I do think it's just like it's really fitting for what the arc is doing. Um, mm. Yeah, that's a m- that's a more interesting take on it than. Uh... Than I had felt because like the only part about this arc that I didn't like was the way it ended. Um, yeah, no, but, I, uh, I I I, I kind of understand that because like I you know it is kind of anticlimactic and uh, it's the sort of thing where like even if the you know it was set up that like Goku had the button, mm-hmm. it's just like the entire arc had been focusing on these characters fighting Zamas and uh, for like none of them to be the one to finish things off just felt a little weird. No, I, but I could see it maybe like somehow. No, I, I think fitting like, in no, I, like thematically. Yeah. No, it's I do think like I said I do think it works thematically, but like yeah, it does kind of like okay, all the fighting what does it amount to, right? Like uh, you know, they got stronger, um Vegito blue, uh sure, I guess, right? Like um and and the fighting was cool, but then I feel, you know, it, like Samas is just able to split up and it becomes too much to manage, so you know, they press the the, 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 the little Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> I mean it was a forced had a Deus Ex Machina, but still. But you know, mm. so it's like, you know, it, it's you know, it's not it doesn't it's not the end of the world, except it was for that world. Um, but uh you know, yeah, like I it's not the it's not the best way to end arc maybe, but it's like it's it's still fitting, so I can't I also like, hate remember it. like um, seeing a bit from the the anime where like Trunks cut Zamas in half with like his sword and it's like a magical like super saiyan super sword thing Uh, and it's like i can't say whether or not that's better or worse because i don't know what the like setup for it was right what Um, like maybe that's just as much of a no i'm not we're not (laughs) this isn't the naruto discussion we're not talking about 
uh, fucking like ass pulls and Deus Ex. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Strike it from the record. Uh, delete I it. Will. Delete I'll it. Do it. I'll do it for your sake. <laughs> um. <laughs> but uh, um. Yeah. See, I don't know how the anime handles it. Maybe uh, people like it more. Maybe people like it less. I don't know. Um. But uh. Anyway, getting getting there. Um, Goku goes back to Earth. They they start to figure out things about Zamas and uh, like how all of this happened. Um, since of course Zamas is asking about, hey, how do you get into a stronger body? Um, so yeah, they time travel to go fight Goku Black, and uh, while they're fighting, um, they go to deal with like their timeline Zamas, um, and Beerus uh, destroys him. Which is kind of, like, reminiscent of how, like, uh, they go to destroy Cell in their timeline back w- in the lab when he's still, like, uh, you know, in the in the jar. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, there's still, like, the other Zamas. Uh, well, there's, like, two of them because there's, like, multiple parallel worlds. Um, so, but, yeah, since Zamas is immortal and he's also a... Uh, able to restore he you know he has healing ability which uh comes up later in a uh unexpected way with trunks where he also uh apprenticed under the lord of lords so he's able to use the healing ability too um so you know they aren't able to really make any ground against uh zamas and goku black um, um so i yeah, think i kind of liked on. this um the way that things sort of um like, built up, I think, in this arc. Like, the the progression of things uh, felt kind of interesting because, like, thinking back, uh, you know, it doesn't... It doesn't really... St- I mean, like, you get the fight with Trunks in the beginning, but then for a while, there's, like, not a lot of action happening. It's just a lot of, like, moving parts and stuff, which I don't mm-hmm. feel like... Um, you know, like, the, the action-heavy portion of Dragon Ball does a whole no, that's, lot. That's like, it'll fair, sprinkle yeah. in, like... You know, it'll sprinkle in, like, the the story with, like, the... Oh, what's even what I'm thinking? Because, like, back in the, you know, like... I'm thinking, like, the Demon King Piccolo thing, where, like, you're finding all this stuff out about Piccolo, and, like, there's the... It, like, there's the two sides of the cast sort of doing different things. Um, mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, the, the Saiyan arc, which is, like, fight with Raditz, and then yeah. training in between, and then battle, or that sort of thing. Right. I don't know, something yeah. about this arc just felt a little different, and I thought it was interesting. No, that's fair. And like, yeah, the way like you're right, because it is able to juggle these multiple plot lines at the same time in ways that, you know, earlier the the canon or the main series arcs didn't do. But then, yeah, it's also like it's also dealing with multiple timelines. And like there was a moment where I like, okay, wait, hold on. Zamas was destroyed, but there's also this other Zamas. And I had to like, okay, and then I saw the description. I'm like, okay, that that, they're the the page that explains it's Mm -hmm. got the and I'm like, okay, that's that. All right, right. There's this branch timeline. And then there's the original timeline, and that's where that's Mosca. You know, and once like it's able to juggle these different parallel worlds and not be confusing uh, for you know. So um, you know, yeah, it's like doing a lot in an, an, an understandable way, and that's that's good. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So they they retreat. Um, Vegeta goes to the the time chamber to train. Um, which I guess see like this one actually like compared to the Piccolo um, inconsistency, where I don't understand why he's. Uh, you know, rejecting his heritage now mm-hmm. um, with the time chamber because it was destroyed. So it makes sense that, okay, it's rebuilt. And because there was originally the limit of that, you could only be in there for 48 hours um, of the, you know, regular time. Um, so I guess they removed that limit when they fixed it. So Vegeta's able to go in there longer and stuff. So I'm like, okay, sure. They don't explain that, but I just like... Yeah, you know, I was going to say, there was, the, there was the part even with uh, where they were training for Universe 6 and it's like Goku and Vegeta trained in there for three days. And it's like, what... <laughs> yeah, but but they only get two, and no, they've yeah, already so, used two. Right, exactly. So sure, um, well, that's, uh, they, yeah, they don't explain it, but it's like, well, the, that's the thing. Is like there are moments where they actually like figure out and explain like certain plot holes. Like so, one person mentioned in the comments that apparently, um, so I guess it's a minor spoiler, but Android Seventeen does show up later, um, which you might have already known. Oh yeah, I'm aware of that. Okay, yeah, but he, apparently I've it's, seen the artwork with him and the yes, lineup. Okay. Gotcha. Because apparently he he mentions that um, 
Because, you know, there's the whole thing with him uh, hearing Goku's voice. And I mentioned that, uh, I remember from Dragon Ball the section that that, uh, that apparently never happens. But they explain it as though, like, well, he was in Cell. So that's where he heard Goku's voice, I guess. Which is uh-huh. a little, like, hand wavy. But it's like, that's how, it you know, writing works. Is you can just explain it however you fucking want. Um, as long as it's, you know, that doesn't mean everyone's going to be satisfied, of course. or that it's Yeah, I, I feel like sense, there are but, uh, a, a number of little moments like that where, um... Mm-hmm. You know, things, it's kind of just like, yeah, the rules in Dragon Ball, were they ever super duper consistent to begin with? It's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it oh, wasn't right, something like the, that. Yeah, another. It's, a, it's the sort of thing where I that. like, you know, I would see it and be like, oh, somebody would probably throw a fit about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like, I'm not, I'm not too fussed about it, honestly. Like, it's like, like, you know, honestly, the one that bothers me the most is probably the Piccolo one, just because it goes so strong yeah. like, against what Because it, it's earlier. sort of like a character uh right regression almost exactly yeah which i'm you know it, it doesn't it doesn't make too big of a difference or at least it hasn't yet but it's still just a weird thing that happened um and where like a, another one that we're coming up on is the patara earrings where it's only permanent if it's a lord of lords who's using them right which becomes mm-hmm. a plot point so which is like that's fine it's consistent with the old material like they, they explain it in a different way then with oh the gases in boo must have split us up somehow and like that's a weirder explanation honestly like the newer explanation i think makes more sense <laughs> just saying um so i'm fine with it i guess is um but uh sooner they go out to do the training uh zamas and goku black go out to you know kill people to lure the the um lure the the, the, the yeah, their opponents out um, uh, Zamas tries to kill his uh, his you know mentor, um, the Lord of the the his universe's Lord of Lords, and then um, we get into the final battle. Um, Vegeta sort of comes up to his own solution to the with the Super Saiyan Blue problem, where he uh, he sort of does it like Goku used to do as Kaioken, I think, uh, where he temporarily turns to Super Saiyan Blue. Um, oh no, that's what it reminds me of. It remember when um. Goku fought the Ginyu Force, and he would, like, temporarily raise his power level. So their yeah, scouters yeah, yeah. were like, oh, what, he's still at 5,000, um, but he's stronger than us. What's going on? Uh, so this is kind of like that, but with the Super Saiyan transformations instead. Um, and, of course, Goku tries to Mafuba, but, uh, oops, he took a coupon instead of the the, the talisman. Uh, so it doesn't work. Oh, also, I do like how they brought up how, like... Um, Goku's strong enough that, like, it won't kill him, like, mm-hmm. like it would with Roshi, because Roshi's, you know, um, like, not nearly as strong, of course. Um, so that way it kind of doesn't contradict my reading from the earlier part of the series, I guess, which is nice. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, they, they uh, Patara fuse. Um, and yeah, there is a bit, it's like, it's all this big back and forth. There's some cool fighting, um, lots of use of the various mechanics. So yeah, I guess I kind of, you know, like, it, it is kind of weird that, like, the way it just kind of resolves um, without using a lot of, like, like, yeah, I guess, you know, they, they you know, trained and they, they came up with these strategies, um, and I guess none of it mattered in the end. So I guess I can totally understand, like, if someone really doesn't like the end of the arc, I totally understand, even if I do think it, like, works thematically, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, but at least they do get, like, good moments, you know, like, uh, you know, we get... Uh, uh, Vegito, we get Trunks does he cuts Zamasu? He does cut cut Zamasu in half, but even if it goes, uh, you know, he starts just multiplying. Um, I'm trying to look through and see if I have anything else to say about the fighting specifically. I thought um, like another thing that I uh, like clip I would remember seeing from the anime was like I don't know how much stuff gets like rearranged or if if the anime expands on certain stuff, but like I remember there being a part in the anime where like. I'm pretty sure it's like Trunks and Goku fighting Zamas and uh, and uh, Zamas and like I don't know. I just remember like the fight where like they're splitting off into two one on ones, but then the fights kind of like bleed into each other uh, and they like switch oh. opponents or whatever. And it was just like That's cool. something atypical for Dragon yeah. Ball, which usually focuses o- focuses only on like one on one fights. Um, True. Yeah. Maybe the okay. occasional two on one, but. Um, yeah, but that that wasn't in the manga. So, see, like, mm, I don't like this because it kind of makes me <laughs> interested in checking out the super no, anime. It's and only thirty I... episodes. <laughs> I can't take it. <laughs> no, if I do, it'll be daily, which means I'm not even remotely thinking about starting until after I finish Boruto, which I still have like fucking uh, <laughs> eighty episodes left, um, plus what hasn't even aired yet. So, uh, um, 
But I also thought that, like, um, for, like, Zamas's whole deal, I thought, like, it's kind of interesting that he, like, treat, he's always like, oh, mortals are lesser beings, uh, you know, gods, uh, gods are superior or whatever. But, like, for his plan to succeed, he, like, you know, does the, mm. uses the Dragon Balls to, like, switch into, like, the body of a mortal. Um, True. Uh, I didn't think about that because yeah, that's so a it's good, like even yeah. even if he says uh, that like, you know, like he wants to get rid of all of them and like a world of only of only God, uh, only gods. Um, it's like, you know, he ends up like relying on them anyway, which kind of goes against I would assume what his intentions are. Mm-hmm. That's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's good. Um... Like it's the sort of thing where, um, like he he ends up using the the power of uh, the people he considers beneath him, um, mm-hmm. because like you know as a god he can't like be strong enough on his own, I guess. Right, which and that also fits into the just like you know I mean it's a similar with Ginyu where he's you know using other people's power instead of his own or otherwise not self imp- using self improvement to get stronger. Um, but it's like themes. <laughs> Um, also, I, I do like the portal punching thing. That's always a, a fun uh, ability whenever it comes up in things. Um, but yeah, we yeah, there were there were some uh, like interesting fighting mechanics, like you know that one technique that Goku has, where like Zamas just disintegrates. Um, yeah, uh, he tries to do Beerus's thing, right? Um, yeah, and uh, which like that, he just learned that apparently. Okay, <laughs> so maybe we'll get well, like. I guess, yeah, you know, it's not like Goku hasn't killed before, so, uh, you know, it's, that one's just a bit more blatant about it, almost, I suppose, uh, but, uh... I yeah. also thought it was neat, um, I thought that, like, Mai's role in this was sort of interesting, um, like, not only just to, like, give Future Trunks someone else to play off of who isn't Bulma, um, mm-hmm. so, like, see a different side of that character, but then also, um... You know, the ways in which, like, the key sensing stuff that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. she, like, she doesn't have the, like, fighting ability to, like, hide it. So, um, like, there's the part where, where they find, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like, they're escaping through the time machine and, you know, they find Mai. But it turns out that, oh, no, it's not Mai and the other characters. It's just Mai. And then, like, Trunks gets the sneak attack. Um, right. So it's like they're able to sort of use that in an interesting way. And then I guess like also the part, um, I don't know. It's it's neat. No, yeah, they're definitely using the mechanics in cool ways, as we kind of uh, mentioned before. And it's yeah, that's just an example. Yeah, I, I forgot. Well, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they go back to their original timeline. Um, you know, they they sort things out. Uh, there's a weird thing about P- uh, Pilaf. Um, like, well, in general, like he has just like he he's still smart, and there's a whole thing where he's like, don't okay, don't get recognized by Bulma. Don't get recognized, like, um, and like he like he figures something out with the the parallel worlds. Um, but you know they're they're able to figure things out with Future Trunks, where he he and Mai go to uh one of the other timelines. Um, since th- theirs was destroyed. Um, and yeah, that's the end of the arc. Oh, I also was going to say that I thought um, that, like, I thought, like, Trunks had, I don't know if it's, like, a character arc, but I thought as far as the whole um, stuff with, like, uh, if if the theme was, like, gods and mortals and, like, something there, I also thought that, like, Trunks gaining the ability to heal people because he apprenticed under one mm. of the, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. he apprenticed under the Lord of Lords, it was, uh, I thought that that was, like, a cool element of the the oh. thing going on here. No, that actually is pretty good, right? Because it like it kind of implies that if Trunks like kept going, he could become a Lord of Lords, right? Um, which mm-hmm. kind of it's it's similar, like like the fact like Kami is introduced as okay, he's God, but then it turns out no, he's just a mortal who became a god, right? So like. So Zamas like seeing this sort of structure as like something inherent is like and it's just inherently wrong because you know there's nothing that there you know like there's just other ranks like it seems like yeah the mortals can just become gods right so um you know uh yeah that that's a good that's a good point um that you helped me realize uh so yeah um 
So yeah, I guess overall, I would say it's like, if I were to rank this with the Dragon Ball arcs, it would probably still be like in the lower half, 100%. But it was more than mm-hmm. I expected <laughs> out of yeah. Super. Um, so I, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, so I'm kind of curious as to the next arcs going forward. especially See, because I kind of already feel like I know a lot about the Universe Survival arc with Jiren because that one aired in the anime. But the one after that, all I know is the, like, the name of the main antagonist and kind of what he looks like. And I know like nothing else from that arc, almost. Mm. So I'm really curious about that one. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I know nothing beyond this point. Other than, like, you know, 17 shows up. Um, there's another fighting tournament with all the universes. Uh, but yeah, I don't remember, like, anything else that happens. I've seen quite a bit of discourse from that arc, so I do feel like I know at least tidbits about a bunch of the characters and how it ends in the anime i don't know how it goes mm-hmm. in the manga um aside from like like apparently like in the anime like roshi and krillin uh get some co- cool moments that they don't in the manga um which is kind of part of why i, I do want to watch the anime like even if uh, overall i like the manga more just because it's you know not as long but if the anime adds like c- cool stuff then i, I would like would like to experience that but uh so anyway, next i don't time even know reading, how but... i would feel about like <laughs> Roshi becoming any more relevant than like True. you know the the Mafaba stuff because like his whole thing was like passing the torch so it's like to bring him back into the conflict seems like it would be I don't know not yeah, maybe yeah, not like to... that big of a thing but it's it would I don't know yeah I'd have to see how it was handled to be sure but I understand where you're coming from for sure um so anyway the next time we're reading chapters 27 to 66 it's probably gonna be a short another short discussion because um I mean, you know, it's like Super is not bad, but it's also like not as interesting as the original Dragon Ball. Um, or it's interesting in different ways, I think, that maybe are less discussion worthy. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to our 100th episode. Um, and we'll, we will see you next time.